forever. Dog. How could it possibly be true? But it is true. <laughs> this week on the podcast, Caroline B. Cooney's Whatever Happened to Janie? Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA Pulp Fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And we are reading the follow-up to Caroline B. Cooney's series about Miss Janie Johnson. It's mm-hmm. the uh, sequel to The Face on the Milk Carton. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened to Janie? I mean, we were there the whole time. So Whatever I mean, did happen to her, though? She, she got kidnapped, and then she went to this other family, and lives there and then she went over to this new family <laughs> so like we were there the whole time there was no mystery about whatever happened to her but it was a mystery what happened after her face on the milk cart oh right sort of. right right so it's like oh, hey okay. oh yeah what, what happened, happened to, to Janie after that well a lot and yet nothing a lot and yet nothing listen a I, lot and yet absolutely okay i was on the first in my period so i was weeping while reading this entire book oh i got i got teary-eyed um but there were moments where I was like, why are we choosing to do this as a family? As a people. As a people, why are we? As a people. <laughs> like, why is anybody as, doing as what's a happening culture, in this <laughs> As a culture, why are we choosing this? Because did not yeah. have to be this way. No. They're, so I feel avoidable. like it's sort of like the opposite of mm. this metaphor is just occurring or analogy is just occurring mm. to me. So um, mm. I think it's pretty brilliant, though. Mm. It's sort of like how in... Avengers Infinity War. Mm, interesting. Okay. Doctor Strange says that in only one of the timelines do they defeat Thanos. Okay. And it has to go down like exactly how it's going to go down. Thanos. Thanos. Okay. Um, this is that, but they ch- there's just one bad option and they chose it. <laughs> right. No, this is like the worst timeline. This is like in absolute worst timeline. comes back. Because truly like every decision, I was like, you guys. <laughs> Actually, if they hadn't made the decisions that they made, Trump never would have been president. I think we can draw a straight line. We are in the worst timeline. From forbidding Janie to call her parents <laughs> to <laughs> forbid having Janie up and her entire yes, life. entire fucking life down to not going by the name that she goes no, by. Change her name back, back to her old to Jenny name, Spring, which she has never had that name since never. she was 3. Make never her, been called it since make she was three. her never never and and honestly like everything that Janie's feeling in this book because i will not call her jenny i won't do that to her absolutely not everything she's going to this book through in this book i was like i know you're being a bitch but you are right like that's the thing is it's like i kept going Janie, just try harder but also yeah. they're wrong <laughs> Yes, like they are wrong to do this to you. They are wrong to ask this of you. Your parents were wrong to agree to it. Yes. I do like that it is acknowledged that the law doesn't work the way they thought it worked. Right. (laughs) Which is that like as long as you acquiesce to our unreasonable demands, Mm -hmm. we won't uh, press charges against your cult daughter. Oh, right. And it's like "Mm, that's not quite how it works. Right, right, right. I think so. Maybe this is like the entire book is just to retcon. Like maybe, maybe. Caroline B. Cooney got some letters where people were like, that's not how that works. Yeah. It's not <sighs> like assault rules where you have to Mm-mm. press charges against the person. It's because there's a minor involved. And so she can't really 
be cognizant enough to and i think she like crossed state lines yeah so then it's an fbi situation yeah and i don't think the fbi is like do you want to press charges against the drug traffickers Uh, right or the child trafficker yeah do you want to press charges against the um your white slavers (laughs) Uh, white slavery (laughs) (laughs) dude okay so like so so first the first moment that i was kind of like you guys this is maybe the worst (laughs) choice that anyone could be making (laughs) is when so the springs which are like her growing up family well her or i'm biological her biological family and then she has her growing up family which is the johnsons aka javinsons aka javinsons Yavinsons. Um, or yavinsons i could definitely write it as yavinsons Um, (laughs) we are the yavinsons (laughs) but like so when the springs are like we well first when they're like we can't wait for jenny to come back because it's gonna be just like when she was here as a three i was like oh no (laughs) this is gonna be really bad yeah she's just really gonna bounce back yeah like oh my god we can't wait we're just gonna get that that same like vibe of 10 years ago that we had before mm-hmm. or like well, even however. though we're fully aware that she led a very happy mm-hmm. comfortable life yeah now that she's with us mm-hmm. she'll truly be happy just also, on account of all all the blood we share yeah because we're blood related mm-hmm. and because god's on our side yeah um, and because we're religious and, and because we're truly religious. if hannah had only grown up with the springs Things mm-hmm. might have been different. It might have been. Because God. Because God would have been there to shepherd her. Because you know what? There would have been one pair of footprints on that sand. And that would have been mm. Jesus Christ himself. Yes. Carrying her upon his back. Yeah. In his and, arms? And ki- ki- I think just carrying you. Like but how? It's unclear. Like what? Like a baby or like piggyback? Or like, like thrown over your shoulder? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Toss over the shoulder. <laughs> Like you're in like seven brides for seven brothers yeah. or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> if someone knows specifically, like if someone could draw us a diagram of how Jesus is supposed to be holding you, I'd really appreciate that. Yeah, if somebody could like look into the the official history of the what poem footprints. Yeah, what if he's dragging you like by one foot? <laughs> <laughs> well, but, but then you'd see <laughs> you'd see you'd see that dragged in the sand. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's just carrying you somehow. What if it's mm-hmm. like on his shoulders? Like hot. How big is Jesus? Is he normal sized? No, Jesus is uh eight feet tall. <laughs> That's eight a historical fact. Jesus. They found it. it. There's it's quoted in the Dead Sea Scrolls. Oh my god. So like his whole I don't want to like be all like, you know, defaming Jesus or whatever, but like I feel like his crucifixion is very like Gulliver's travels. Like I feel like it's like a bunch of like tiny, tiny little people. Yeah. Uh, tiny little guys. <laughs> like, yeah. He la- yeah, Jesus actually the missing years. He landed <laughs> on. He went off. He got big. He came back. Landed oh, came on back. the shores. Of <laughs> I thought you were going to say landed on Jerusalem. the cross. <laughs> <laughs> Just like smack dab on that cross. <laughs> on the cross. No. And all these right tiny there. people were like, oh, a giant. A giant. And crucified him for being because large. how dare he be so large little <laughs> did they know <laughs> that he was god's son and god has a temper yes so he does they which punished. they definitely should have known they should have known that that god is vengeful mm-hmm. although that is what's supposed to happen god actually did not take vengeance 
because no plan (sighs) because new testament god and this is something i do know is a lot Mm -hmm. more forgiving than old testament god who was more like uh plagues that was jesus's whole point oh did he soften his dad did he make his dad into like a little cuck no no (laughs) just from existing (laughs) cuck god um all praise our uh cuck god lord for (laughs) Spore. <laughs> uh, no, the point of Jesus is that God went, you know what? It's time for a change in my attitude. I'm a softer older, side. I'm wiser, I'm softer. Okay. Here's what I'm oh, going to so do. Jesus is Instead of softness. continuing to punish you the way that I have been for the mm. whole eating the apple thing. Right, 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 right. I'm going to build a son out of flesh and blood and bone. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to send him down to earth and he's going to go ahead and die on the cross for your sin. And we're just going to start mm. over. We're going to pretend like that didn't happen. Because I'm sending him down, he's like erasing original sin. This is my very bad understanding. Wait, but so wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. Why would... So he's like, I'm going to make my son mm-hmm. to die for your sins. I just feel like this well, is a really unmotivated is... character change. Like, why is he going from you need to be punished, punished, punished? Well, because to... it wasn't working, clearly. Oh, clearly. So it's not so much okay. like a hard shift as a realization. Okay. So he's like, I yeah. have to So adapt. basically, God turns himself because he's he's the son, but he is also Jesus. And he's the He's the son ghost. of God and he's God and he's the spirit. What's the spirit? You know what? Here's <laughs> I don't think my head. We should be asking those questions. <laughs> Here's my head canon. What on what the Holy Spirit is? Okay, just the spirit of the Lord. So it's okay. not like the Lord. It's just like because you can be full of the Holy Spirit. So it's like faith. It's like joie de vivre. Yeah, you've got that je ne sais quoi. Okay. Uh, okay. You're you've got that like it girl quality. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when you're like really feeling the Lord, right. You're filled with the Holy Spirit. Right, right, right. So okay. it's like you so are like full all around of the Spirit us? of God. Yeah, it's all around us. Okay. And then there's God, the like guy right. who sits on a throne. Uh-huh. And then there's Jesus, who and is And then his God. son gets to like be famous forever. This is like nepotism. Pretty much, yeah. Jesus I mean, is it's, nepotism. It's like opposite nepotism, but then eventually nepotism. Yeah. So it's like he makes up for the fact that we ever sinned Right. To begin with. So instead of being born cursed, mm-hmm. he died for our sins. And so now we, we're born and we can be, we're saved. Because of Jesus. Yeah. God was like, I'm going to make myself into a man. Mm-hmm. Part and of sacrifice. me, I guess. Yeah. Part of and me? sacrifice okay. me slash my son to for like you. undo. Is it to like, is did. it like teach by showing? Like, is it like, look at what I'm willing to do for you. So like, you should be better. Uh, or or is it of, not really that kind of? And please keep in mind, I'm not Christian. Okay, um, great. Neither am I. But you know what? We're trying I have our best. watched a fair number of sermons at this point, and I have read part of Genesis. Okay, and I which took Jesus one, is not in. No, he's not. Yeah. I took one New Testament class in college because I was just interested. Because I was like, you know, so many people can't shut the fuck up about this Bible, so I got to <laughs> figure it out. I want to check this out. And then I also watched Prince of Egypt, which again is Old Testament, so not really relevant for the Jesus stuff. Didn't you get sent to Bible camp, though? I did, but guess what we never did? Study um, the fucking Bible. Yeah. We like didn't, I mean, it weird. wasn't Bible camp. It was Prime, like um, youth group. Oh, okay. So it, it was kind of just like babysitting. Oh, okay. Uh, we never did Bible studies. Huh. Shout out to First Lutheran in Torrance. We never did that. I don't even know. Probably changed by now. 
huge oversight. We I remember we went camping and watched Fast Times at Ridgemont High instead. <laughs> <laughs> Not camping, so stayed in the me, cabin. Somebody who's never went to right. any kind of Christian thing right. is now trying to fill in the blanks. Right. I'm going to start a church. If I were to start a church, I'll rephrase. Okay, sure. If I were to start a church, I would, in the Bible, <laughs> yeah, it says that God told God said, don't eat from that tree. Yes, yes, yes. He was like, don't do it. That's not quite what he said, though. What did he say? What he said is that you cannot freely eat of that tree if you eat of that tree you will die okay so So he's like there's consequences for your actions exactly is they once you eat from the tree of knowledge you have to know the difference between good and evil for that to happen you have to be made mortal and you have to go through all of these like horrible experiences because that's what teaches you good from evil so like what you're doing by eating from this tree is you're saying you want to have the knowledge that i have well, mm. to have that knowledge, you have to live a hard life. So I right. have to kick you out of the garden because if you were to stay in this garden, you would never learn the difference. Mm. You can't gain the knowledge of good and evil here. So now I have to kick you out. Now you're mortal. You're able to die. So mm. what this says to me is that this isn't punishment. We chose, we're like, we chose as beings to learn by living. You know what it is? Our it's ancestors chose and we forgot that part. Well, it feels very like people, very people like, in general. Okay. So the Bible is basically the last vampire slash mm. just like Christopher Pike books. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know how all the Christopher Pike heroines, they like see like Krishna or whoever or the master in their dreams. And they're like, why can't I have the things I want? And he's like, right. you keep forgetting that you chose this. Yeah. And that you'll be back here eventually. You'll be back in my love eventually, but you chose to have this experience. Mm-hmm. And love is forever and always and all around you. You don't need to be with the person to love them. Right. And they're like, right. but I'm human and I don't remember that. That's what I think original sin is. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. So anyway, if Hannah had had that, yeah, she, she wouldn't, wouldn't have needed to join the cult. She, and she wouldn't for have meaning. ended so, up to be... Uh, Possibly, well, and then dot, 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 Mm. possibly an unhoused person. I'm not sure, Mm -hmm. like, I guess she's homeless. We assume. We don't actually know. Yeah. It's like the lesson of the book is that Hannah can't be punished any more than living a hard life on the streets is punishing her. Because when you get old, you get kicked out of cults, as we all know. Yes, because they only like young f- flesh. When like, I think the reality is that like no cult lasts that long. No, they don't. You so either die the with the cult. Like, imploded. Yeah, you either die with the cult or you just leave. Now, the also the book does seem to tell the lesson like, you know, homeless people, they lived a life that led them there and they deserve it, which is... I. A yeah. little strange. Like I don't the think that's the the, the politics of the yeah. book are. I don't want to say bad, but thoughtless. Thoughtless. Yeah, I think it's just like a lack of exposure to maybe people of different experiences. It's it's sort of like assuming that if you ended up on the street, you were 
it can be assumed that you're a lost drug addicted soul and not like, well, your city had no affordable housing and the job market was unstable. And the most expensive thing in the world is to be poor. Yeah. Or like, so it's a never uh, ending cycle. You have a mental, like, like you have a, like a mental illness or something that the, like that basically the state has left you with nothing. Well, it does seem to agree with that, that like people fall through the cracks. I don't know, though. Like, I feel like it was very like, that, like anybody who ended up there is a broken person. And that's yeah, I, yeah, that's not true. And also, I mean, I just like it, this book's idea of also like mental illness is like just kind of like capital C crazy as opposed to like there's nuance and there's like, you know, a lack of resources. And it, it just kind of seems like, no, you know, it's sad. Like there's just like this weirdly general. It feels like kind of like a NIMBY wrote this. Yes, for sure. I think it's you know like what I mean? the homeless aren't like you and I. Yeah. Yeah. It's we should very, feel sorry for them. It's, yeah. And it's like, so the whole end of the book is that the spring, the old, the eldest spring sibling, Stephen that fucking and incel? Jody. Yeah. Stephen sucks. Stephen sucks. Stephen and Jody, after Janie, you know, to spoil Ditches the end them? of the book, after Janie <laughs> decides to choose sanity and not live with them. Yeah. And because she is right. She chose uh, life. She chose life. <laughs> uh, she chose healing. Yeah. She chose the only thing that made any fucking sense. Yeah. So they are like, well, it's not really Janie's fault. You know whose fault it is? Fucking Hannah's. And that's true. Okay. But, but when like, the whole family is like going off about how they want to murder Hannah, that I was, was like, wild. <laughs> I was like, okay, maybe it's good that she left because like now they're showing their true colors. Dad is literally saying he wants to strangle Hannah to death. <laughs> or they're talking about like drawing and quartering. Quartering. I was. They truly like they're at the end of their rope. I know that they're really upset, but also they've like, had a break. Like, yes, shitty things happen to you. Your child got kidnapped. That sucks. Blah, blah, blah. And like, but I don't know how you could have expected her to just never see her family that raised her ever again. That's the thing. Or I think they were just like three months, no contact. You live with us now. But they were fully like, you live with us now forever. And yeah. they were like, and you're going back to the name Jenny Spring. It's just so unreasonable that the situation wouldn't be, we get visits with you and your name is still Janie. Yeah. That's obviously like, how this should have worked. Yeah, yeah. Like kind of like um a divorce or something, right? Like maybe she would spend like a month at a time or whatever. Yeah. Like in the summer with them. Yeah. But the the idea that she has to go to this new fucking school, not see her boyfriend anymore, which Reeve kind of also sucks. Reeve is so like I get it, teenage boys are obsessed with sex, but like he seems to have no room in his head for anything else. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. He like he's barely he's like, okay, Reeve, get it together. Don't fuck Janie in front of her parents, in front of her biological parents. Oh my god. That would be unreasonable. Let's like save it. I know. <laughs> but like that's as much of a line as he can draw for himself. Okay. He's also, like, like, I'm just thinking about fucking her all the time. Also, like, okay, were you kind of disgusted? By when he finds out that she's a year younger than he thinks. And mm-hmm. he's like, you're such a little girl. I was mm-hmm. like, what's happening here, Reeve? <laughs> Why are you saying this? He... And she's like, yeah, I'm small. I was like, mm. yeah. The fact that he's like, I have to admit that like one of the things I love about Janie is like, 
how much bigger I am than her. I was like, Ugh. like, and I get that there's like people so what's have with the crew cut now. Yeah. Okay. I didn't get the crew cut thing. I <laughs> he has muscles now. I was like, hasn't it been like three months? I mean, you would be Where'd surprised at how quickly a boy turns into a man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I could not get that fully out. <laughs> so disgusting. <laughs> I mean, once you hit 18, mm, it you're is. very fuckable open for business mm, open season I, on the boys on the boys now men N- slash uh, the men jay. nay boys uh so, slash jenny slash um no slash jay for joking adding a so, oh slash jay for joking. A tone yes, tag my god a vocal tone tag <laughs> like and look i get it there are people that like someone like a partner that's like much larger or smaller than them like there is that kind of you know like everyone was obsessed with the yes. mommy lady from whatever like there is that huh? but the idea wait wait, that- wait 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 backtrack everyone was obsessed with the mommy lady from like whatever oh from uh resident evil village oh right because she was so big because she was so big i see and so people like that kind of like oh sh- there's a like you know an and attraction. people like like, like people- adam driver for being a giant buffalo man you know like people like that kind of stuff well, and Mike and I were talking about how it's like a weird line between fetishization mm-hmm. of Asian women mm-hmm. and like, so then what, like, what's normal if you're just like attracted to Asian women? So it's well, like, well, I think if you're Weezer, specifically Rivers Cuomo problem. Yeah. Yeah. Problematic. I, I think if you like specifically like Asian women, I think no matter what, if you're like, I have yellow fever, like you need, you need to I need examine. A tigress. You, you I need, need that tiger queen. Yeah. 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 You racist, need, racist, yeah, racist. you need to be like, why? Like, why do I like Asian women? Is it really just because like, I like their silky, shiny black hair and almond shaped eyes? Or is it like there, there's a cultural aspect to it? Is it a colonialization aspect? Like mm-hmm. if you are... Or is it like Reeve and Janie? Is it like, oh, I love that they're petite because it makes me feel like a man. Right, right, right. And so it's like, it's weird. It's kind of like that. It's like, all right, let's explore why we feel this way. Is it just like, oh my gosh, like I want this like very large person to dominate me or I want to completely like dominate this like small person? Yeah. Or other way around. Or is it, because he seems to be excited that she's younger. Like, he's like, you're a he's girl, like a little girl. joking about that as though it's a turn on. And I'm like, Janie? Yeah, no, I'm like, Janie, you need, need to, to end this. Yeah, you need to run away from Reeve. In fact, you have an out. You can be like, I need to be with my... Really easy out. Yeah. <laughs> with my family. I've my... been I've been now kidnapped back. Right. I've been double kidnapped. Right. Double this kidnapped. This one's legal. Yeah. I've been legal kidnapped. Yeah, Leg- legally kidnapped mm-hmm. as an attempt to unkidnap. And I think this this book did like a good job of like having the parents, like the new parents, right? Like when we first meet them, I was like, you guys, seriously, like fucking stop. Like, mm-hmm. sh- you know, like be normal. Like don't push her so much because <laughs> they're not being normal. They're being weird. But then like there's moments where they are, we're in their heads and they're like trying to stop being pushing weird. her. And she's yeah. trying. Everybody's trying. And yet nobody yeah. vocalizes it except Mm-mm. for Jody. Yeah. 
And I, there were moments that I was like very heartbroken by the Jody, Jody of it all too, mm, where she yes, was like, I, ex- I thought I was going to have this brand new sister and like you keep pulling away. And if Janie would only vocalize like what she's thinking, which is that she keeps pulling away because she's afraid that if she starts liking these n- new slash old biological parents, that it'll mean that she's like kind of betraying her caretaker parents, mm-hmm. which like is very understandable, yes. but she doesn't ever say that out they loud. Need she- family therapy. They need the to be fact? in sessions with oh a, my god, a the fact they tried to do this, getting them to communicate. They should have. It's crazy that they didn't think. Like, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Okay, mm-hmm. your friend is like. So you know that daughter that was kidnapped like ten years ago. Well, she's gonna move back in with me and my five children, five mm-hmm. other children, four other children, whatever. Mm-hmm. And we're just not gonna let her talk to her family. And like, like my first question would be like, do you have? a professional helping you through this, like a social worker or yeah. like a therapist or something. And if they were like, why? No, why? We know it's doomed. Yeah. Well, the f- I mean, they're never once considering <laughs> what is best for Janie. No, no, not, they're not. once. They're just they're like, we just want her back. fully selfish. Mine. Yeah. Give me. And like, I, I get, get it. it. I get it. I get that it. And that's the problem. That that's why it's way, so sad. But to act on it. Yeah. Good there heck. were a couple moments that I like super cried mm-hmm. and one was when she's feeling so when J- Janie is feeling so just overwhelmed and upset and she like all she wants is to talk to her mom and she like calls her. I was like because I've felt that before even though my relationship with my mom is like so complicated and fraught there have been times where if I'm at like a really low point and like the only thing I thing I think is just like, I want my mom, you know? Mm -hmm. And so like her, like calling her mom and then kind of like calling her mom a lot on the phone and then her parents or her biological parents are like right there. And like so unfair hearing her. I was like, that's so sad. Like that is so sad. And why wouldn't you leave the room? Leave the fucking room. Leave like the fucking not room. only to give her you privacy, but for yourself. People. For yourself. Like you don't yeah, want to hear her call that woman mom. Torture. So that moment I cried. And then the moment the other moment I cried was when Mr. Spring, when she finally hugs him. Yeah. And it was like, and he became her dad. I was like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. And then the other moment that I cried a lot was when Mrs. Spring. Well, so when she like starts to love Mrs. and Mr. Spring for like not being as polished as her parents that raised her, like she loves mm-hmm. them or starts to love them for their flaws and stuff. Mm-hmm. But or the just moment stops thinking of every difference as a negative. Yeah, 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 exactly. She's like, oh, it's like kind of endearing that like that Mrs. Spring is kind of like all over the place and like you know her hair is just like such chaos, yeah. but she still manages it. And yeah, yeah. But the moment that I like really super cried was when Mrs. Spring offers to drive her back to the Johnsons Mm -hmm. and she hugs her goodbye and she's like, I just love you so much. Like, I'll always love you. I was like, oh, my Jesus, (laughs) because that was at the core of everything she was doing was just that she loved her so much and just like wanted her back. I was like, oh, oh everybody's a good person, but the choices they're making are so bad, so unreasonable. (laughs) 
I'm like, I get you're not going to be reasonable in this situation, but the fact that there are no no one is think. I mean, even I guess that the Johnsons are doing the right thing because it wouldn't be any better for Janie if they really, really fought the Springs on this. So it's really just the Springs. Yeah, it really is just the Springs. I mean, I because I think the Johnsons slash Yevonsons are <laughs> like, they're just like, we do not want to step on their toes because we accidentally stole their child. You know, like they are like, yeah, and they're fuck. trying like, to protect Hannah because they said that yeah. they wouldn't go after Hannah if they yeah. uh, allowed like just Janie to go back with them, which again, mm-hmm. is not how that works. But no. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that like, the FBI comes and are questioning her and they're like, but we all agreed. And they're like, yeah, that's not how it works. And I was like, we know what else isn't how it works. Janie <laughs> just going back to this family. <laughs> the courts would absolutely be involved with some sort of agreement. Like, wouldn't yeah. they? Yeah, they would. There's a child involved and she's a minor. Exactly. Um, and so like, also, okay, the government the gets age- involved. And I'm not saying the government would have made good choices necessarily, but like, the fact that Janie doesn't have an outside advocate. No. Yeah. Is wrong. Yeah. That she doesn't have an advocate. And okay. Are you also confused about like the age of adulthood or consent or something in this area? Is it 16? Because she keeps being like, you know, I'm going to be 16 and that means I can make the choice about where I live. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I don't know if she is she just like colloquially saying that yeah i think she's just saying like in a kind of general sense like i'm 16 i know my own mind kind of a thing (laughs) i wonder if you know what i bet you if we posed this question on the internet on twitter there would be like 12 guys that would be like actually in the states of uh, New Jersey, uh, Oklahoma, uh, this one, uh, age of consent is actually uh, 14 and a half. Like they would like for some, there was always some creepy fucking guy that knows exactly what the age of consent is in every single state. And I'm like, why do you, why, do, why, why have do you, you memorized this? Why have you or memorized it? And why, why are you did you feel it? the need to, why was your knee jerk reaction to Google this and argue with me? <laughs> yeah, why, exactly. Why was your knee jerk reaction to be like, how can I make marrying a child? Okay. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, are I, they but children? Because the like, like they're teenagers. I don't <laughs> think. Also, interestingly enough, I don't think being sixteen being sixteen means you can uh, fuck an adult man in some states, <laughs> or it, it used to. But yeah, probably didn't mean you could just move out of your house. Yeah, like, I don't think I it feel like emancipated you from your parents. Isn't that different than like? age of adults or maybe That's not what I'm like saying. what can you it do it doesn't make you not a minor it just means Wait, okay. that oh god i'm going to google republican this. lawmakers can fuck you oh my god that's okay, all it on. means okay wait wait so age of adulthood different states when do you oh, go from god. minor to major <laughs> mm. okay let's see so oh it's just age of majority ooh oh what okay mm-hmm. So I guess age of majority is different from age of consent, I think, because, okay, a person that has reached the age of majority is legally held responsible for their own actions, such as signing a contract or committing a crime. Before reaching this age, a person is considered a minor child. Now, it's the age of 18 everywhere except for 19 in Alabama and Nebraska. 
21 in Mississippi. Now well, they swung the other direction. Okay, hold on. Now I'm going to go age of, oh God, I'm going to, uh, I just hate that I'm Googling age of consent in different states. Okay. <laughs> so. And how did it come to this? Ugh, okay. So. But I, I, age of consent wow, is different 16, than, than being emancipated. Yes, uh, that, well, so that's the difference, right? It's age of majority versus age of consent. Mm-hmm. So age of consent is lower in many places. I that's think what I as saying. low as 16 and then age of. But your parents can still, your parents still have say over what you do. Right. So that's why I think she's just like, I'm old enough now right. that you should respect what I want. Also, I mean, well, she's maybe. She's like, if I can have sex with my creepy sex obsessed boyfriend right and i should be able to live with my kidnapped parents right exactly exactly um it it's just a very difficult situation all around everyone mm-hmm. is just like in a very unfortunate everybody is crying all the time <laughs> all the fucking time it's very sad i all truly all i was thinking the entire time was just like Janie, can you just like fucking be nice to them and act yeah. like you're happy because that would fix just about everything. Like, I like the springs. Be nice to them. But right. I was also the whole time just thinking, this is wrong. Yeah. They well, are not other- doing right by you. No, they're not. And the entire time, like, I was just like, they're not treating her like she's a whole person with, like, a life of experience. Like, they are just being like, well, why can't you just be happy here? Because you should be. Because we're your biological parents and that so i i i sided with Janie a lot where i was like but again anytime she was mean to them i was like Janie, come on mm-hmm. like i know you don't want to be doing this and she doesn't she's like i am mad at myself for like yeah she thinks being she's so a mean. selfish failure and she isn't i just she isn't wanted it for the springs right that she was but then like would be happy the spring started acting weird. I was like, they were when they when they started going off about like the Hannah thing. I was like, you guys, I get it. We're blowing off some steam here, sure. <laughs> but the and like but you are doing this in front of like a pair of eight year olds or ten year olds or something. I don't know like, how. I think they're in sixth grade. So you're doing this with your children, not just like eleven. You as a married couple, like you really need to set a better example. Well, and like you're doing it with them, like they're That's saying, what like, I'm saying. Let's like, yeah. Let's, skin her alive why are you encouraging like there are better healthier ways to vent yes then like let's all as a family imagine how we want to brutalize this yeah and (laughs) i'm not saying repress your emotions but you don't have to vocalize them violently exactly and here's the thing it kind of exactly what you're saying where it's like of course you want to fucking beat the shit out of the person who stole your child away from you like of course Oh my God. Just don't say that in front of your fucking kids. I'm kind of confused about. Okay, wait. Let's also talk about because we mentioned, we touched on it, but Stephen the incel and Jody decide to take the law into their own hands. And they're, I could have done without their adventure. (sighs) It's in the book. New York has some sort of wrap up. Yes. I just. It just seemed very like it was too dorky. Very, it's extremely like 
Very, very after school special. Yes. The fact that we're suddenly getting these like weird politics about unhoused people. Okay. When they're like. Unnecessary. Yes. Because there was a. The messaging was mixed because it was like, you know, this Stephen is like scared because they're going down this alleyway and his sister is like acting like a tourist and he's like, oh my God, um, we're going to get jumped. Because there are different races here. Yeah, there are many different races in this alleyway. My God. So he's like, they're obviously gangs. Mm-hmm. And the men are smiling. And that means they're leering and they're going to attack us. But then they don't get attacked. And so you're but wrong. then <laughs> everyone that they encounter in the shelters, like... Is just trying to be helpful? Yeah, they, they just seem like they're either trying to be helpful or protect... Each other? Hannah. Yeah. Hannah, yeah. From like being like found by these like fucking weird narcs. boxcar children. Yeah. yeah they're like so <laughs> narky. Yeah. It's weird and good for them. I don't. Yeah. It's like I don't know what. It's like the message is like possibly that Steven and Jody don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And so like just go home. It's like. They're, it's just so weird because it's like they're vil- they've been villainizing Hannah and the book is saying don't because like you aren't in her shoes and her life has been way harder than your life, which is good. Yeah. But it does it behind all these layers of like m- privilege. Yes. And through this weird verbiage of like, well, you know, you don't need to punish Hannah because... All the bad things she did, she got that punishment. And that punishment is being homeless. And I was like, what is this message? Like, this sucks. Yeah. This is weird. It's dehumanizing. Yeah, it is very dehumanizing. It's like Um, it turns... All the unhoused people in the book are treated as creatures. And props, yeah. They're like grotesques. (gasps) Ding, ding, ding. They're all treated as grotesques. Because there is a woman who's like, how old do you think I am? And Jody's like 80. <laughs> and then she's like, I'm 36. And they're like, ah! And I was like... Or the person at the end that the cop points to. Oh, my God. I'm not, Lindsay, this part was I'm so sure embarrassing. This part was so... Me. Well, this part was just very um, after school special. Yes. And because then they it's ha- like, wow, I can't even tell what gender that person is. Okay, yeah, and that like, part oh, sucked. Boy. And in 2021, this is very gross. Well, and like just even if you take that away, right, where they're just like, wow, look at this subhuman creature scuttling around. And they're like, like just the way it pans out, right, where they're like, we're looking for we're looking for Hannah. We're looking for Hannah. They explain their whole story to this cop. The cop is like, that's Hannah. And they look and they're like, oh, my God, that's disgusting. Yeah. And then he's like. And then Steven's like, wait a minute. We just told you about Hannah. How could you know who she is? And then the cop's like, see, it very well could be Hannah. And they're like, wow, we learned a lesson. Off we go back to New Jersey. Yeah, and it's very like, wow, you're right. I guess we'll just leave her to this fate worse than death. It's like, okay, well, now that you like think this is the life Hannah is living, you're just going to like fucking leave her to it. Yeah, yeah. Because like I it's like, well, life is punishing her more than you ever could. You're right. So we'll let it continue to do so. Yeah. Well, 
the end. There's no saving her now because (laughs) she's barely even human. Yeah. And I was just like, man, this is like, it's just very othering of like anybody outside of the average suburban existence. Yeah. It's just like, this is a person who, it's just this book would not be written this way in 2021. No. And it's like, it's very 90s. This is the politics of, yeah, white 90s. Yeah. I don't think that Caroline Bucuni is a bad person. No. But this is, these, this is a very outdated message. Yeah. And, and the thing is, I didn't think that this book sucked because I feel like there is a tendency, right, to be like, Oh, this character is shitty. Therefore, this book is shitty. It's like or the politics like, aren't perfect. Yeah, and so therefore which, it's bad. Yeah, which I'm like, I don't know. I mean, things are more complicated granted, than that. Yeah, it is more complicated than that. And I, I also understand if, like, for example, like a lot of movies that are like have shitty politics about like the Vietnam War, I have trouble watching because it's like. I see my family up there. You know yeah, what I mean? Where it's like, it's home. very personal. Yeah. So you're like, oh, I just like really don't want to fucking watch that shit because like, it's just seeing people that look like my family, like being brutalized. And then we're just going to sit and think about how these white guys are like yeah. really upset about it. It's not like I'm calling for a book burning, but also I don't have to subject myself to this. <laughs> right, right, right. So I understand that feeling where you're like, But I just feel like a lot of times there's just this like uproar of like, well, you know, like me, it just feels very newsroom, right? It's like, you know, with my 2020 hindsight, I'm saying that that piece of shit is bad. Like, like it just is a little bit embarrassing. It's It's like, like, of course. Easy and self-centered, especially because like, I'm sure I read this at the time and thought nothing of it. I'm I sure, sure yes, because I'm sure. like we were all raised, yeah. we were all raised with the media we were raised with, and it helped inform how we looked at the world. I for sure read this, and, and was we just were like, not wow, being sad. exposed That's it. to better opinions. No, and so I think Caroline B. Cooney just was writing from her own personal experience and was not really looking at the like weird, like empathetic lack of empathy. <laughs> it's sympathy, not empathy. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like pity. Yeah. And it needed to be empathy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So anyway, I'm not saying like it's evil, but it was like, no. this is unfortunate that this is the end of the book. <laughs> yeah. And like, for and, and um, exactly. I think there's a difference between, oh, I don't want to experience that again. And this book is evil. Yeah. You know? It's like, yeah, it's, and, it, we could all say we just know better now but like there are like yeah but at the same time right like this is not to say that there's nothing that can escape scrutiny because mm-hmm. like i remember when we were reading um oh princess bride the book yeah where i was like damn i kind of hated how racist this book was mm-hmm. which is like i feel like i don't know there's like there is a line that's crossed and i don't know it's just one of those things where you can kind of feel it i think I think that you and I tend to fall into this vortex of explaining ourselves. I know, I but know. But I think I know. that we explained it. What we're trying to say is like we're addressing it, but we're not saying the book is worthless because of it. It's yeah. just worth talking about. And we talked about it and there you go. Yeah. Exactly. Worth talking about. That's that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um 
Overall, though, I did really like this book. I cried a lot reading it. It was mm-hmm. really sad, just really unfortunate. I will say it was pretty repetitive. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's just she's the like same just upset all the time. Thing, everybody's just feeling the exact same emotion throughout until suddenly yeah. Janie goes, "You know what? I've got to choose. Even though this is going to hurt people, it's I. It's not my being here is not the right thing." And I really no. liked the description of that realization. She was like. Just because it's right doesn't mean it's perfect mm-hmm. or easy. I know that yeah. I'm choosing something that's very selfish and that is going to hurt people, but I also know like in my bones that this is what needs to happen. Yeah. And I agree with her. I agree with her. She needed to do it. She needed to go back. And that was the other thing which I I felt for her. And I know that mm-hmm. like it's not on her to like heal her parents. Exactly. From or both sets of parents, but like even the the Yavinsons or whatever, to heal them from what Hannah did to them. But it is still something that she's going to feel and that she's going to act on, which is to be like, my parents lost a child and they're losing one again. And and this is not after just three years, but after 15, 13, or, uh, yeah, yeah, 13, 13 or years, 12. 12 years of having me. And that's, and also she misses them yeah. and and knows them and loves them. The moment that I was like, whoa, like, like just felt very like, oh, I felt for Janie was when she meets the um, the springs and they're all like thrumming with excitement to see her and meet her. And she's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know these people. I feel nothing for them. And they feel so much for me. And I was like, and when you're a teenager, the like weirdness of suddenly being in somebody else's house. Oh my god! Yeah, and you're by like yourself. They don't do things like and my family. It's yeah, to like stay with them, and you have to integrate into their whole life. Like yeah, when no. I was doing my Scientology auditing when I was sixteen, mm-hmm. I was st- there were a couple because like my dad was flying down to do it with me, and we were staying in a hotel, mm-hmm. and his finished sooner mm. because. I am a beautiful, complicated being who they could not crack. And I think in the end, just like told me I was done because they couldn't figure it out. Because <laughs> I didn't feel done. Um, yeah. And so I, I had to keep going back for additional weekends. Mm-hmm. And obviously, my dad doesn't want to pay for a hotel room just mm. for me. So right. I was staying with these other Scientology families. Oh my God. And it was fucking weird. And I felt weird and super shy. And like, I didn't know how to behave. And I, so I just like barely talked and just tried to take up as little space as possible. Yeah. It felt weird. So I can't imagine being thrust into it in this scenario. And it's like, you're like everyone being like, well, you should be feeling at home. And they're being so needy. It's like, I get it. You are needy, but it's just not, it's again and again, it's just not right to put this on her. No, it's just unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. Like, I get it. I get it. I get it. You love her so much and you are so happy to have her back, but you need to like, just go to the beach for a second, like breathe the sea air, like calm down a little bit, Mm -hmm. go to the Jersey shore, just relax and then, you know, give her some space because, like, they're just, like, so, like, you're happy here, right? And, like, but the pizza moment, I was, like, Janie. 
that was uh, yeah i was like just eat the fucking pizza but also i get why she did it because she was she caught herself having too much fun and forgetting about her parents yeah so of course she's like knee jerk i need to be a bitch and also (laughs) yeah and part of it is she does it's a very complicated she does want to punish them for making her be there yeah. So it's like, yeah, she's a nice person, but everybody, you know, lashes out. And yeah, she's experiencing like the most difficult, like truly like this is not a book because like literally every one of these books, like even when the main character is like, tr- like trying to escape being murdered by somebody. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid and reading it, I would be like, oh, my God, I wish I could have that life. This <laughs> is not. not- this is not something that I was like, oh, I wish that like I could be Janie. Because here's the thing. She doesn't even meet any cute new guys. That's <laughs> the thing. It's like, like, there is nary a love triangle. No, there isn't. I was like, what the fuck, Caroline? <laughs> Excuse me. The rules of At YA least, like, of the 90s. Have her, have her fall in love with the S- FBI agent. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait for you, Jenny Spring slash Janie Johnson. Yeah. He's like, okay, so I thought I was going to have to wait four years for you it will be five because you're younger than i thought but or whatever you know like like the age of consent luckily is 16 however you're only turning 15 okay so i'll have to wait another month but i will wait (laughs) i like something there's nothing this is not a fun book no and again (laughs) like even beyond forcing her to live with them and forcing her to stop talking to her parents for three whole months so that she can like go cold turkey yeah. The fact that they don't let her keep the name Janie. That's insane. Is whack. Yeah. It, that, completely whack. only the one fucking thing. Understand that she hasn't been Jenny in her mind forever. Yeah. For her whole, she has no memory of being Jenny. You need to also, like. Also, do they do a name change? Like, what do they do? concession. What do you mean? What do they Also, do? wait. Oh, wait. So has she never had a birth certificate? No. So I guess legally her name has always been Jenny. Jenny. Still, still though. I mean like still like what what are you doing? Why are you making who fucking her fucking cares what the law says? Yeah. Make oh, no, no, some I just kind meant, of like, concession for this girl. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 and I the was fact just asking they're all so obsessed with names and they have all of this fucking Oh my um, god. What's the term? Like names in pairs. Not like well, that's superstition. No, but I mean like, the fact that they have so much shit with their names on it. Oh, the personalization of the yes, items, the, like, fucking monogrammed shit everywhere. Oh my god, they give when her they were a like, mug that says Jenny, like a notebook and toothbrush, that says Jenny. And like pen. so much shit that says Jenny on it. Like, I know. And then when she leaves, they're just like, "Do we just give it away? Like, what do we do with it?" And like, yeah, give it away. Yeah, I was like, I don't know, you man. Never I should have had it to, to begin it. with. They're also acting like she's never going to be in their lives. But I'm like, I don't understand yeah. why they can't just like she visits well, them. Sometimes. Finally, like, at the I end, they talk about visits. But initially, they're no, acting like Steven, she's saying goodbye forever. The way Stephen does the visits thing, too. I was like, so what a fucking dick. Stephen is a, such Stephen a, has such and it, it talks about his anger problems, but his I mean, anger problems need addressing you guys. It was very like we need to talk about Kevin. Like yes. he was just very like he's he's looking up. He he's maybe working yeah, no. on a manifesto. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he's looking things up. He's like he's what is this the nineties? I don't know where people like met other like incels in the nineties, but like 
I guess just like message boards. I don't know if they had the internet at this point. They do by the third book, but Amazon oh, them. is not. I mean, this family doesn't written. have the internet. This family, oh, no, for no, sure. No. The Springs do not, no matter what. Clicked on the wrong thing again. Um, Janie Johnson series. When were you written? I want to say like late 90s. I think they for sure, the internet existed, but I don't think that the Springs or the Johnsons had it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 1994. Yeah, for sure they didn't. But he might have at school. Yeah, maybe. So he could be looking up how to make bombs in the library. <laughs> yeah. He could be publishing that manifesto yeah. online. And like you said, yeah. talking to people in message boards. Yeah, yeah. AOL for sure existed. It's like wake up sheeple energy. Although it says first published 1993. It's just on the edge. I'm on the edge. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in an edge. <laughs> and I'm yeah, writing it's... a manifesto with you. <laughs> so yeah, Stephen is got school shooter written all over him. Yeah. Because he like he is so jealous of anyone who like didn't have the helicopter parents that he had. <laughs> yeah. He's he's so they're also like jealous because like, you know, her uh, the Jorgensons or whatever <laughs> are wealthy mm-hmm. and they only have one child. Yeah. Which is why they're wealthy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's they why they're wealthy. Because they don't have five children. Yeah. And like this other family, like they're all crammed. And also, I mean, this is the other thing. They're not necessarily not wealthy, but they live in a small house because they never wanted to move just in case Jenny slash Janie needed to find them. Mm -hmm. In case she ever like remembered their address. Yeah. I like how it goes into Janie's guilt over not fighting Hannah as a little girl. Yeah, I love that. That she was just like, she was a three-year-old and there was this like pretty girl buying her ice cream and taking her for a ride in the car. I mean, it is weird that she at no point seemed to like throw a fit wanting her mom mm-hmm. that is pretty weird though that is pretty weird and i don't but at the same time really if you believe if, it i think you know what if she was like never really paid attention to and then all of a sudden this person is like giving you everything you want i mean I, it depends on how long she but was like, with hannah because like parents go on vacation they flip out yeah I, that's what i'm like, wondering it's one thing not to do it for like hours and hours i believe that's that. what i'm saying but like Certainly at some point, I believe yeah. that little Jenny Spring would have been like, where's my mom? Yeah. Well, or maybe also, they like, thought she just meant Hannah. But wouldn't she have described, wouldn't she have talked about her siblings? It's, oh, I get that could just be the cult. I think it's possible yeah. that everything she said could have been misinterpreted. As the cult. Like, yeah. and, like in good faith misinterpreted by Frank and, and also, you're still formative. You're still, like, sh- when she's three, like... You'd be surprised at like just how quickly like new memories will just cover up ones that don't seem to make sense. I believe that she would have thoroughly forgotten. I just wasn't really buying that she never threw a tantrum asking for her mom or talking about her siblings. Yeah. But that could all have been like when she said she missed her mom, they could have thought she was they talking think about it's Hannah. Hannah. Yeah. And when she yeah. talked about her siblings, they could have thought that she was just referring to the other kids in the cult. And that's the thing, right? Is if they were like, what do you like? Oh, you're, you, it's not like she can say, like, I miss my mom, Mrs. Spring, the lady that exactly. lives in New Jersey, you know, like she could just say, I miss my mom and just be kind of, you know, com- complaining and crying non super verbally because mm-hmm. she's three because she's three. 
And so they would just be like, oh, it's it's Hannah or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, okay, I'll accept that. Yeah. That did happen. Yeah. But that it could have been misunderstood. Yeah. So, okay. I've resolved that in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. I mean, I, th- I thought this book was good. Um, oh, uh, the other thing I liked was even though I thought that Stephen was extremely annoying and I hated him. Mm-hmm. I did like that, you know, any resentment that he had and any other like underlying resentment that Jody would have was, you know, we understand it because it's kind of similar to, you know, the most important child to a parent is their dead one or yeah. their lost one or whatever. And that like you will never measure up. Yeah. or Because all they care about is that. Right. Like they wouldn't move houses because of the possibility that she might find. Yeah. The the dead or missing kid gets like mythologized. Yes. And so I that I liked that that all felt very real. And like both of the yeah characters, like their resentment of her felt real. And Jody's I, I think Jody was really my favorite character. I think Jody yeah, is she, for sure my favorite character. Because she like resents her but then also there's this just this such pure hope mm-hmm. right that's also to there to her yeah and she's a teenager so she, i understand her being less reasonable than these fucking mm-hmm. parents than these spring i also parents. did not know that jody was older than Janie. i got the impression at first that she was younger because I she was acting forgetting. like a fucking baby yeah so for all that she's my favorite, I was also thinking what you were thinking, which is like, grow yeah. up. But she's 16. Yeah. 16 right. is she's very 16. young. It is very young. And I mean, if you have basically like this life of like, not straight up trauma, but like, you know, this like latent trauma. Yeah. I think you're kind of like arrested. Trauma, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would say, you know, read this book if you've read the first one and you liked it. Yeah. It, I mean, the book has it's fault, a good one, but it's good. It is good. Like and it. it's quick read. Mm-hmm. Um. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We really, really appreciate you. Yes. And uh, mm. thank you to our Patreon supporters. If you would like to become one, you can go to patreon.com slash teen creeps. A special shout out to our Patreon producers who give it the $15 level. Very generous. Thank you to Aaron Fernandez. Amanda Nangle. Ann Dwyer. Ashley Fritz. Brian Petty II. Claire Moore. Courtney McPhail. Daniela Mana. Danny. Ambedine Collins, Emma, Emma Murray, Erin B, Gabriela Santiago, Gianna Fernandez, Grace Armstrong, Gwendolyn Ludovic, Jeremy Cronk, Jessica Smith Harper, Jessica Yu, Jonathan Venable, Sersha Descaro, Karen Lewis, Kat Miller, Kate Kobala, Katie Lilly, Katie Olsner, Keith Anderson, Kelly Burns, Chris Darina, Landry Desmond, Laura Hooper, Luke Bartek, Mandalay Wolschlager, Megan Lozier, Melody. Mel L. Micah Eunice. Miguel Camacho. Miranda Hester. Molly Marks. Noah Spargo. Rachel Bassert. Rashad Black. Randy Klett. Rebecca Goss. Rebecca Knuckles. Rogue Kalihua. Sarah. Sarah Wallen. Sasha Gibson. Tristan Buckner. Victoria Beck. Victoria Gray. And Victoria Valdez. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. We really appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Thank um, you to all of our listeners. If you want to help support the podcast, uh, in a way that is free, you can mm. tell people about it. Yeah. Leave us a kindly review, if, if only if it's kindly. Mm-hmm. Um, don't care next, if you don't like it. Yeah, guess what? If you don't like it, stop listening. Uh, we, even at this point in the episode. 
Yeah. Uh, next week we are covering Legend Born. So that's going to be really fun. Yeah. Can't wait to read that. that. Uh, I think that's the biz, right? I think so. Who is Legend Born by? Just to distinguish it from anything else that might be called Legend Born. It is by Tracy Dion. Yeah. And that was sent to us by uh, Kate Lobala. <laughs> Kate Kabala. Thank you. Um, yeah, that is all the biz. Um, okay. Please, for the fucking love mm-hmm. of Spore. Yeah. For all that is Sporely. I d- if you're on the fence, I don't know why. I'm trying not to judge you. That's a lie. I'm judging you. Yeah. If you haven't been vaccinated, I'm judging you unless like work has gotten in the way. And obviously, if you're immunocompromised and can't get the vaccine, I don't even consider that uh, part of the problem. Please get vaccinated. The Delta variant is serious. I don't want to die. I don't want you to die. I don't want Kelly to die. I don't want my family to die. Right. I don't want people to die. Also, I'm also seeing... um, just like make sure you read up on like if your immunocompromised status really makes it so that you can't get the COVID vaccine. Um, just because there's a lot of misinformation out there. And, yeah, that um, should be some a conversation between with you and your with doctor. With your doctor. Don't not just like, assume. Yeah, don't listen to like, like ask your doctor if you if you have questions. Like, And even mm- if you wouldn't have, like if your body wouldn't create as many antibodies as the average person, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you shouldn't get it. Yeah, it's really a conversation for your doctor, yeah. yeah. I would not say listen to like just random people on the internet that are saying that. Certainly if this is uh, something you got from Facebook, call your doctor. Yeah, call your doctor. <laughs> call your doctor. I don't have um, Facebook anymore. I haven't used my Facebook in upwards of like five years. I should just delete mine. I'm just lazy. It's the whole idea of the photos is kind of a pain in my asshole. You can download those though. I know, but that's like the whole thing where I'm like, ugh, it's like, oh, I know. Uh, but I don't miss it at all. No, so, I don't think I will. I mean, I haven't been using Twitter as much the last four days or so. Mm-hmm. Um, feels great. I don't miss it. Feels great. Yeah. Whenever I go on a, a kick of not really using Twitter, I'm like, I feel more alive than I've ever been. <laughs> <laughs> it's like amazing. Yeah. So I need to yeah. use it less. I need to yeah. just use it for professional reasons and not not even give a shit about making jokes or whatever. Oh, see, I'm opposite. I'm like, I'm just the only reason I'm using it right now is for jokes. Just like well, the little problem jokes. is if I go on it for any reason, then I just start looking at it. Uh, the, the problem is the scrolling. I think if you get to exactly. a point where you're scrolling, close it and like go away from it. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, I just and I just follow too many people. And it's not that the people I follow are tweeting in a way that ruins. No, my no, experience. it's like liked it's, tweets. It's, it's like the tweets. algorithm. It's yeah. like then I see every tweet that everybody I follow liked. Also, I'm getting all these retweets. I'm getting all this, even things like, and I know that that function exists to only see the latest tweets. Right. No, but, but I don't still like, like that. So much retweeting. Of well, things and I don't want to see. For me, it's more like Twitter being like, here's a promoted tweet that you might be interested in. Suggested tweet from the Ellen show. And I'm like, what? Yeah. (laughs) What are you talking about? I'm not interested in that. 
I'm gonna tell you right now. Which you can say, but like that you have to do it. But for it keeps every happening. Single no, one. but it can specifically the Ellen fucking show tweets <laughs> keep happening to me. It keeps <laughs> happening, and I don't know why. I've said every single time, I'm like, I don't want to see this. I'm not interested in this ad, and it keeps happening. I'm just not interested. Yep. Hi. Hi. Any. Hi. 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 Um. Anyway, but thanks so much, everybody. We love you. Yep. And we'll catch you next week. Keep it creepy. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.